Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. On Rutherford Issues today, we've got Phil Barnett joining us in studio. Going to talk about Interfaith Dental and some of the great things going on there. And, uh, you know, probably making Truman Jones. Uh, maybe a little jealous that you're on here with, on my show. I'm on the professional show this time. Is that what it is? Yeah. <laughs> I feel I feel compelled to say good morning, Rutherford <laughs> County. I, I thought every show started that way. <laughs> good morning, Brian. Good morning. Good morning. So um, today you are wearing the hat uh, for Interfaith Dental Clinic, and boy, I tell you what, uh, a lot of a lot of things going on, even amid uh, a pandemic. It seems. Well, the interesting thing about your dental health is it doesn't know the pandemic's going on. Yeah, that's very true. The the only part that dental care knows is it continues to be an issue. It continues to be a health as well as a dental issue. And unfortunately, you're seeing more and more folks who don't have dental coverage. And it's important. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes we see people who, you know, have got a few bad teeth and don't realize that that may be the sign of a dental health issue or even a deeper uh, medical health issue. And so it's an organization that treats more than just putting in a couple of fillings and making your teeth a little bit whiter. Interfaith Dental, I'm fortunate enough to be on the advisory board. There's a a real board of directors in the, the home in Nashville, uh, Tennessee, where Interfaith Dental started and where the, the mothership is located. We we're fortunate enough to have uh, a clinic here and a very busy clinic here. And there's a small group of people who form an advisory board to try and let the folks in Nashville know what's going on. And at the same time, the folks in Nashville are able to communicate directly with us to tell us what new things are coming our way mm-hmm. or, or significant changes. I mean, probably anybody that's listening that's gone to their dentist in the last uh, seven or eight months has noticed uh, all kinds of things going on. Well, I mean, with increased cleaning and increased gear wearing and all of the things that have had to take place in a a close contact health like dental care, uh, you see fewer patients. Uh, You have to prepare for each patient's visit with your own personal protective gear, but you also have to make sure everything's been wiped down in the operatory so you're starting out fresh with every one of those and while you're seeing fewer patients you're seeing uh, a significant increase in cost because of the suit because of the mask because of the shield because of the rubber glove changes that are numerous uh, and then all of the the chemicals necessary to wipe everything down and keep it clean. So there's actually about this this figure comes as a surprise, but there's actually about a an actual increase in cost for each patient of about seventy five dollars a patient, just to make sure that when we put you in the chair, you're starting out with everything fresh and and heaven forbid that the the last patient had any COVID or any transmittable disease, uh, they're not leaving it in the chair for you to pick up while you're in there for care. Right, right. And, um, you know, I think early on, 
in the pandemic when uh, things were were shut down and only elective uh, or elective surgeries, you know, at the hospital were not taking place and and there was a, a shutdown of, of dental facilities as well. I think they, uh, a lot of folks quickly realized that that was a mistake. But one thing for sure, um, emergency situations and the work of Interfaith Dental did continue during you know March, that April, never May. Never stopped. Yeah, I mean it hasn't stopped today. They they see patients ongoing and uh, they see patients who are emergency patients. Uh, they see patients under their regular clinic program. And there's also the, the Smiles on 60 Plus program, which is another amazing thing for, for people who may be temporarily less financially fortunate or maybe in a situation where um, they've never had either the money that they could, could use for uh, um, dental care. Or I, I remember talking with a guy and the guy was probably my age. He may have been a little bit younger. He may have been in his 60s. And, and he needed a lot of dental care. And Interfaith was doing just that. They were, their, their, their motto, they were restoring his smile. Because when you restore somebody's smile, you restore their confidence. You restore their attitude. I mean, it just, it's an amazing transformation when you're no longer embarrassed by how you look and you're covering your face. Yeah. And, and this guy, he was probably in his 60s. And he said, you know, I grew up in a house where nobody had a toothbrush. And so when I finally had a family of my own, I guess it's not that important to have a toothbrush. You know, we didn't emphasize to our kids oral hygiene and, and you want to take care of your teeth because they're the only ones you're going to get. And as a result of that, his, his children have oral health issues, but his were being taken care of. And it's just like, I, I can't remember how early I was the first time I got handed my very own toothbrush. Mm. You know, it was always a part of my life. Um, one of the things, you know, I, I work with uh, the Sheriff's Scan Program, the Senior Citizens Awareness Network. And one of the things, I, I, I'm embarrassed to tell people this. Now I'm telling it on radio. Uh, I'm embarrassed to tell people this, but I thought poor people only had two flat screen TVs. I didn't understand that there were people out there that were, you know, making well over $400 a month on Social Security and uh, that only had to cover their rent, their heat, their medical dental care, their food. I mean, everything. There's no way in the world you could do it. No. And traditionally, what's happened in economic downturns of any kind, um, dental care has become, I'm going to get to it as soon as I can. And we've seen cases, and we've been reminded repeatedly that medical care has been one of the things you know i only have a little chest pain i can wait till this pandemic's over before i go see the cardiologist no you can't because it, it doesn't get better with time absolutely uh and th this is is so important to have interfaith dental clinic here in uh rutherford county and and the work of of interfaith dental uh phil and phil barnett's our guest here advisory council member with interfaith dental the 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 cost okay so you mentioned the the cost per person just for the ppe went up by 75 dollars per patient so when you add that plus an increase in the number of people coming in you know the and and 
the sliding scale that you use uh, for the patients coming in, it, it takes funds for all of this to happen. It sure does, it? yeah. And we're fortunate that we have individuals who understand the importance of dental health and they donate money. We're extremely blessed in this community. This is, I've said this a hundred times on the Truman Show, this is the most generous community I've ever lived in. And, and it, it transfers right over to Interfaith. At Interfaith, not only do we have generous financial donors that help us with all of the equipment and all of the, the material that we need, but we have wonderful dentists and dental specialists who in this community donate their time and sometimes because a specialist has so much equipment, they donate a slot or an afternoon at their clinic so they don't have to transport everything they need for oral surgery or some other specialty. But we have dentists who come in and donate their professional time. We have hygienists who come in, dental assistants who come in. So we're able to keep the manpower cost as low as possible by having as few as necessary paid employees because we live in such a, a generous community. I know uh, Michelle Russell has mentioned uh, Dr. Pitts, Dr. Kimberly Pitts many times uh, on the show and Dr. Spivey and um, understand that uh, some of the uh, MTSU students are, are coming in to help out with that. So, I mean, it's, it's kind of, it's really cool to see the community come together uh, for this organization. Well, when you think about this organization, you think about, um, well, there's probably nothing I could do. I'm not a dentist. I'm not a, a hygienist. I'm not a dental assistant. Uh, so I, I guess I, I need to look somewhere else to do my community service. Well, interestingly enough, there are administrative people that are volunteers. So yeah, we can, we can train you to help us uh, defer what would otherwise be a, a cost position, uh, patient care assistance. Um, we still have fundraisers. They're virtual fundraisers, but we still have fundraisers. So Michelle needs people to assist her with uh, fundraising events. Um, with the virtual environment, part of what we're doing is we're going to uh, 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 more of a, an at-home event or even a, a virtual. They're gonna they're gonna start a virtual happy hour event uh, just to get people together. And probably our greatest mission is the same mission I'm in here for today. How many listeners have never heard of Interfaith Dental before mm -hmm. and don't realize what fantastic work they do for people who really cannot afford dental care? And so part of our mission is to, to get the word out and uh, tell folks about Interfaith and the programs they have and how concerned each one of those individuals are for the patient and the patient's mindset, how their well-being I mean, professional people can restore our dental health. But boy, I'll tell you, 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 it's just incredible to see somebody who rather timidly and covering their mouth comes in the first time. And it may take a year or even longer. But when they leave, whoa, you talk about an unleashed positive mental attitude. They can conquer the world now. Hmm. And they had that capability all along, but they were so sheltered by by their appearance and their fear that others would, would look at them in a strange way that they couldn't let it out. Um, want to talk a little bit more about um, ways that people can volunteer and help, but I, I know you there are so many components to this. Uh, and, and when we talk about funding, 
there are organizations, and uh, this is, of course, a, a segment that is kind of put together by the United Way, and uh, being a, a member agency, United Way, uh, just one of many who have helped, especially during this pandemic, uh, with, with some funding. I know uh, General Mills um, as well helped out. So, I mean, some really great community partners here in town, too. We're very fortunate in it that people recognize the need, and United Way has always been a strong partner with Interfaith Dental, and they stepped up early on the game to uh, to help us with some, some COVID funding that was available. Uh, our folks at uh, General Mills uh, actually gave us a grant and what's coming up next for us is Tuesday, December the 1st, uh, is Giving Tuesday. And it's an opportunity for the community to go to our website, uh, www.interfaithdental.com, and, uh, and plug in a, a dollar, a hundred dollars, a thousand dollars that will go directly to taking care of, uh, of our patients. Very low overhead in this organization because so much is donated either in kind or financial donations. Mm -hmm. Uh, Back to the the volunteerism, I know that there there was a time, Phil, that, um, you know, organizations did not have volunteers in to help. And, and, uh, you know, I I think I understand from Michelle that volunteers are able to come back in and and help. You kind of mentioned some of the areas. Yeah, that part of it, that part of it is is not closed down by any means. And you're right. There was a time when it certainly had to be reduced significantly. Uh, It's not closed down, at least. And part of the training, if I said today I want to volunteer, part of the training would be, okay, here's what you have to do to, uh, to wear the right thing, to have the mask on, to appropriately uh, greet the patients. But, you know, we can't reach out and hug them anymore. We can't reach out and shake their hand. We look forward to the day when, when they can feel that personal warmth that's kind of the trademark of Interfaith Dental Clinic. So even during this time, we, we mentioned the generous grant from General Mills and, and some of the help from United Way, but, but still the, the cost is there and when the, with the increased volume and not being able to fundraise the same that you did, I, I really miss when you were telling the story a moment ago about the transformation that can take place and within a year, it reminded me of uh, the, the annual story behind the smile. Right. And this year it'll be a virtual event and it will be smaller events. So it will be hopefully, you know, in your house where there will be three or four people and through, uh, through Michelle Russell is just a marvelous asset at the Interfaith Dental Clinic, a beautiful lady. And uh, um, she will be able to, to feed you the material you need. But again, the opportunity, uh, you know, hiding behind everything is hope that somebody will make a donation. But more importantly, uh, the opportunity for you or for me to entertain uh, a small handful of people in our homes, properly masked, properly, properly social distanced, uh, and inform them of the great work that's done by Interfaith Dental Clinic, and you're right, the cost and the limiting factor is, do we have enough money to bring in another patient or another 10 patients? I mean, the patients, you you touched on it earlier, a sliding scale based on their income. For the regular program, they have to have a job and they have to have 
some income, and then based on that income, there's a sliding scale of what they pay for the visit. And so there's a, a much larger chunk of each one of those visits that we have to defray with either uh, grants like from the general or donations that come through our friends at United Way. Uh, you know, we're constantly writing grant applications and, uh, and then through the generous donation of the community where we serve. So what you're saying about story uh, behind the smiles that it won't be like an in-person event this year, no. but you can do your own kind of uh, Yeah, I mean, what we do, we, instead of having 400 people at an event, what we hope is we'll have 100 people who have four people at an event. Yeah. And, uh, and, and again, it'll get the word out to the same number of people, and hopefully they'll be so touched by, by the transformation that, you know, just gaining your dental health back, by that transformation, they'll be so touched by that that they'll say, I want to help. I want to be involved. I have great teeth. I don't have dental pain every time I go to bed at night. I don't have to eat applesauce because I have no teeth at all. Um, I don't think about my dental health because I brush in the morning, I brush in the evening, I floss in between. I'm a model citizen, uh, you know, a model dental citizen. Uh, I don't think about it, but now that you've brought it to my attention, I understand the importance. Phil, it's been great. I appreciate you coming in today. Wait a minute. On the Truman Show, I get a whole hour. I get an hour today? <laughs> oh, no, no hour. <laughs> he gets more than an hour, too. You know that. Yeah, this is a pleasure. <laughs> Thank you very much. Phil Barnett joining us as we talk about Interfaith Dental Clinic here on News Radio WGNS.